Good evening. I'm sort of switching it up from good morning, good evening, good afternoon, because I don't know when you're listening to this. So good evening. This is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. We are deep into a series on talking about money and really sort of how to talk about money, both from a professional standpoint as an advisor, how do we help people talk about money? And clearly, from the personal standpoint, we need to be doing it ourselves. My wife and I and our kids, we're all digging into the last taboo talking about money. So we're deep into this series. And right now I'm talking about the couple of episodes here are about rules around talking about money. And we talked last time about the no shame, no blame rule. And now I want to talk real quickly about establishing a place. Right? Now, this is a really interesting concept for me. Have a place for these discussions. This is something my wife and I are learning. It's better if we say, hey, let's not have that discussion right now, could we? Let's wait and have it at this place and maybe place and time, place and time. Now, let's talk about, first of all, let's talk about time a little bit. Some of the most amazing discussions you can have around money are those spontaneous ones while out on a hike or a, you know, a walk or sitting by the beach or, you know, and they just sort of, they're unscheduled and they're spontaneous. And if they're good and there's energy there, and you got to pay attention, real close attention to the energy, then yeah, lean into those, particularly with kids, right? Like you can't schedule a money talk with your kids, but when it comes up as you're driving down the road and they see that the neighbors have a new boat and they say something like the neighbors must be rich. Okay. What an awesome opportunity to, instead of saying what I used to say and what I was always told, which was, that's none of your business. We don't talk about that. Now we can say something like, oh, that's interesting, Sam. That's my son's name. That's interesting, Sam. Tell me why you say that. Or why is that important to you? Or what made you think that? Or tell me more. That's a simple one, right? Just a big deep breath as you're driving in the front seat and they're in the back and they say, wow, they must be rich. They just got a new boat. And your natural instinct is to say something like, well, we have more money than them or they probably put it on a credit card or we don't talk about that or that's none of your business. We take deep breath and we say, tell me more. It is also very helpful to have a scheduled time where you can say when you're feeling tired, you know, the Amex bill arrives and it's 1030 at night and the dishes are done and everybody's tired and maybe the house is still a mess and you're stressed and you open the Amex bill and boom, you know, something's in there, the surprise, and you immediately go and say, tell me about this. And right then and there, we should say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, we have a time for that. I just put it in that folder there on the desk that says things to talk about, you know, money things to talk about or whatever. And, you know, we're scheduled to talk about that on Thursday at lunch and we'll talk about it then. Learning to know the difference between a healthy, good, spontaneous discussion and one that should be tabled until the appropriate time. Now, place. Place is really interesting, right? Like, again, spontaneous discussions, the place may be anywhere. But these sort of more kind of scheduled, particularly where something may get emotional, I, th- I find it useful not to have them in, you know, certainly not the bedroom. I often joke, and my wife and I haven't gone this far, but we're, we're talking about it, is, you know, you, you, you pick a cafe that you don't really like, right? Like not your favorite little restaurant, but it's a place that you don't like. In fact, it's a place you wouldn't go other than for your financial meeting. Like it's reserved for that, right? You go to that cafe, that coffee shop that you don't like, that cafe you don't like, or maybe you use the public, the one of the meeting rooms at the public library. 
but there's going to be energy to these discussions. And particularly as we get started, there's energy that could be negative. And wouldn't it be great if that energy was housed at this cafe that you don't really like or at the free meeting room at the public library? So that's time and place. Just think through that carefully and manage really carefully. I'm not saying that when you get an opportunity to have some beautiful discussion with your wife around something that's really important to you, like travel or, you know, spending some time outside the country or spending more time around the water, you know, the, like if you've got, a, if that pops up and it feels like the energy's there, great. Just know that the energy may be the driving factor behind, hey, is this part of our scheduled discussion that happens in a certain place? Or is this one of these opportunities to have an amazing discussion and energy may be the way to make that decision. But think carefully around time and place. Oh, by the way, as an advisor, establishing that place for people is amazing. Like you come here and it's comfortable. I mean, if you start thinking this way, it really helps you think through like what should your office, and there's been some fascinating research done, your office should be more like a a conversation lounge, you know, a cozy coffee shop then it should, a, you know, a sterile boardroom. But again, just things to think about, things to think about. So time and place. And with that, wraps up another episode of Behavior Gap Radio. Thank you for listening. Make sure to get on the newsletter. And I've mentioned that enough before, but there's a link. It's easy to do. Just jump on behaviorgap.com. Fascinating, fun, cool stuff that I'm really excited about coming out soon.